Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey chickens, uh, still watching The Remembrance of the Daleks. It's taking me a week to watch one episode and um, I'm not unhappy about that. I'm enjoying this. Um, so, uh, the Doctor and Rachel have gotten a sheet of paper from a telex thing. Um, the Doctor's reading out coordinates and says, it's a mothership. Uh, could be as many as 400 Daleks on board. Um, and the Doctor says it could crack the planet open like an egg. Oh, no, that's the moon and that's in the future. Oh, no, that's a different thing. Um, Alison brings some parts um, and the Doctor starts assembling a machine. Oh, my God, it's like old school Doctor Who when <laughs> the Doctor just assembles some machine out of... Like, I think it's in the Time Monster where he makes it out of some forks and a pin and a cork. Um, like that. That's probably the worst one. <laughs> but, yeah, I love the Doctor just making machines out of stuff that's hanging around. Um, the Doctor says there's two factions uh, of Daleks and they should keep out of their way and let them destroy each other. Um, Ace rocks up to the school and the transmat down in the basement is delivering a bunch of Daleks. Uh, they're sitting around watching other Daleks turn up. It's so cute. It's like, oh, yeah. Our buddy's coming. <laughs> like it kind of just looks like, you know, they could be off doing things, but they're just sitting around waiting for the next one to come. Um, uh, Ace finds her boombox in the lab. I can't believe she left this behind, silly girl. Um, she turns it on and it makes some very strange music. Um, and she can hear Daleks chatting about attack formations. I just popped the radio on the silly. Um, and a Dalek comes up the stairs and shoots at her. Uh, the Doctor, meanwhile, has rigged up a thing to interfere with Dalek control signals. Um, he says he built something like it on Spiridon or Spiridon, um, which was Planet of the Daleks, um, which we've watched. Uh, <laughs> I love when it comes to a, like a reference to one that we've watched. <laughs> Because um, it's it's fun. So yeah, the I think we watched Planet of the Daleks because we, I think Peter wanted to watch 
um, he wanted to do a text along a frontier in space, and it just kind of continued on like it was like a twelve-part story, realistically. Um, so yeah, Frontier in Space was uh, episodes two hundred and ninety to two ninety-seven, um, and then Planet of the Daleks went from episode three hundred. Oh my god, it was like three, nearly four hundred episodes ago. <laughs> It was 400 episodes ago. I think we're like, is this episode 400, like 701 or something? I don't know where we're up to. Um, anyway, episodes 300 to 306 and then 317 to 320. If you feel like going back in the archives, if you want to dig back, if you're a, a new listener, um, <laughs> you can go back and find out about the spirit and spirit on bit of business um there's some strange pronunciations like the guys from flight through entirety are convinced that um the pertwee doctor pronounced everything wrong again from my theory about the brain cells being rewired and that uh when the matt smith doctor calls the planet metabolis um that that's how it's meant to be pronounced and that it was in fact the third doctor who was mispronouncing it as metabolis <laughs> And it had nothing to do with any showrunners having their eye off the ball because they were busy making Sherlock. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's just... I love that theory, though. It's kind of cute. Like, that the the third Doctor was just pronouncing everything wrong because he just, like, that was, you know, that was his way. Um, anyway, <laughs> the Doctor built, like, a. It's it kind of looks like a... It's got sort of, looks like it's a, a, a hater or a fan kind of thing on the end of a bunch of other bits of what It's a cute little made-up thing. Um, uh, Allison says there's been a build-up in modulated signals and the doctor's like, oh no, the transmat's working again at the school. And he's like, Mike, you've got to go and get Ace. Um, and Gilmore says he hasn't heard from his men at the school. And Mike's mum has just told him that Ace left ages ago. She told him that very quickly. Um, I guess he rang her on the telephone. Uh, at the school, a Dalek is coming up the stairs toward Ace and it comes into the lab and it shoots a boombox. Oh, no. And it was playing such annoying music. <laughs> It was what that's one of those things like you can't really tell whether the music was meant to be diegetic or it was like the the theme music like you know like was the music coming from the boombox or was it the music that was playing that you know gives us a signal to how exciting the scenes meant to be kind of thing um by the composer like i i've never i've i've always found this scene very confusing i've watched these episodes a lot i really loved them <laughs> when they first came out and i think well i i had them on vhs tape so i watched them a lot a lot a lot um i think these were like yeah these are some of the uh, the earliest ones that i had complete sets of that i made my little drawings for the cover i still haven't found them i don't know what i've done with them they must be somewhere um if they turn up i'll post them um but yeah, I've even got a dolly set for um, Remembrance of the Daleks. I've got my uh, Daleks with the gold bumps and the uh, grey Daleks with the black bumps. Um, by the way, uh, hilarious post on <laughs> the Adam Richard Has a Theory Facebook group um, from Jeff, um, one of our delightful Patreon <laughs> subscribers, who thought I said a white Dalek with gold pumps. Um, so... <laughs> He drew, he drew some 
high heeled shoes on the bottom of the one of the Imperial Daleks. <laughs> so silly. Um, and James said, uh, Yana, meaning you are not alone. <laughs> um, it's because, like, so when you're working into a microphone, the saying the word pumps is difficult. Um, without making the microphone pop. So you kind of learn... I mean, it's ironic that the word pop is one that makes the microphone pop. Um, So you kind of train yourself to soften those harsher consonants um, when you're saying them into a microphone so that you don't completely uh, blow blow it out. Like if I said actual pop, see, it's noisy, pop. Um, So... When so when you say bumps, it probably sounds like pumps because I say pop like it sounds like bop. <laughs> anyway, that's my excuse, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, <laughs> um, so Ace's boombox has been blown up, so she becomes furious, obviously, and starts whacking at the Dalek with her supercharged hand of Omega baseball bat. And starts and knocks bits off the Dalek, like heaps of the gold bumps, uh, bumps, uh, get knocked off. <laughs> and eventually she knocks off the whole ice stalk. And so it just starts shooting willy nilly. Um, and because the Dalek's in the doorway, Ace can't get past it. So she jumps through the window into the corridor. Quite exciting. Um, and there's uh, another Dalek coming up the stairs. So she whacks that with a stick on the way out and then grabs an anti-tank rocket from the bodies of the soldiers in the hallway that obviously the Daleks have taken out. And she runs downstairs, but soon enough she's surrounded and she's trying to get the big grenade thing into the launcher while the Daleks yell exterminate and they're advancing on her. And that is the end of part two and also the end of this episode. Um, We'll have to continue in the next episode, but it'll probably be after we do the one about the trailer. Oh, my God, it's so exciting. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.